0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast for day number three of my live stream training everything that I would do differently if I could start my six-figure online business all over again. So um, I've been loving the feedback that I've been getting from you guys from posting this training replay on my podcast every single day. Personally, I know that I like to be able to do more than one thing at one time. So um, yeah, I, I just felt that putting it on the podcast would make it really easy for you guys to take it with you. And so just thank you for all of you who have been telling me how much you've been enjoying it. So today I'm talking about something that I was really, really excited to share this morning on the live stream, and that is what I would do differently in terms of growing my online audience. and I give a lot of specific tips. The first couple of days were more centered around mindset and your way of being in order to attract the results that you want. Today, I'm giving you specific strategies in terms of how I would go about building my audience, how I have gone about building many different audiences. As you guys know, I've got a couple of podcasts and a couple of Facebook groups and uh, one of them that is almost 10,000 people. I've got an email list that's almost the same size. Um, I've had a YouTube channel. I've done the Instagram thing, all of all, all of the things. <laughs> so um, I have a lot of different ways in which people find me online. And some of those things, some of those um, strategies of building or methods of building my audience came a lot easier than others. And there's reasons for that. And I'm going to go into all of that on today's um, live stream. So On that topic, or off that topic, rather, uh, I wanted to remind you guys that my mastermind is officially open, and what I'm just so excited about with this mastermind is it's all of the things, all of the the four legs of the program make up the foundation of any successful online business. So that's your uh, mindset, your alignment, your way of being, your audience, building your audience, having the strategy in place, and then uh, the offers that you're actually Offering people, and and that includes the content as well, right? So, um, over the next couple of days, I'm going to talk more about specific strategy in terms of selling. Uh, but I am just really excited about this mastermind because it's going to give everybody who's in it. And I'm already taking some of you guys on your discovery calls. I'm just so excited to talk to you. There's nothing I love more than talking to people about their business ideas and the things that they want to bring to life, the dreams that they have. Like I just think that's probably one of my top two or three favorite parts of my business is being in that phase of discovering and getting excited about the idea that you have. So you guys can check that out. I have posted a link for it in the show notes and uh, it is $400 off until next Tuesday. And even if you are, you know, one tenth or I don't know, 25% sure that you want to sign up, book a discovery call with me. It's really just meant to give you guys a chance to talk to me, find out if this is going to be the right program for you, or just allow you to get some clarity around what you would want to be working on together. And there's absolutely no obligation. My whole job in marketing, anything that I do, is just to educate you guys and for you to make that educated decision on whether or not this is what you need. So without further ado, here is the replay for day three of the live stream training. I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur podcast where hustle is out and alignment is in. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for the modern entrepreneur, and I'm here to share with you how to grow your business from the inside out. You can achieve even your biggest business goals quickly by learning to align your thoughts, actions, and energy with that which you wish to see manifest. There's literally nothing you cannot do, be, have, or achieve, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. All right, you guys, happy Wednesday, happy day three of the five day live stream extravaganza, if you will, on everything that I would do differently if I could start my online business all over again, which I've been saying a lot of. Hey, Molly, how's it going, girl? Um, hello, Susan. Hi, guys. I'm talking to Instagram and Facebook in case I'm like in all the places. Okay, so I'm excited to talk about today's topic because um, the last couple of days have been more about mindset, I would say, which is like 90% of the job when you are wanting to make money in your business, wanting to be a successful entrepreneur, or produce pretty much any uh, anything in your life, really. Um, hi, Shannon. Hello. Beautiful. How are you doing? Um but today I'm going to talk more about strategy um, and a lot of the things that I did wrong when I started my business, started wanting to build an audience that would allow me to you know, have the successful business that I do now. Because the thing is, is that even with the mindset on board, even with the offers in place, if you don't have anyone to offer them to, to actually you know, tell about them, to share them with, it's going to be very difficult to make the money that you want to make, right? And I think that this is something I see a lot of entrepreneurs doing and definitely something I did as well, which was that they have this great idea for a program and they, or a program or a course or something like that. And they dive into developing that because, and part of this is mindset, part of it's because it's not that scary. (laughs) Um, When you're behind the scenes building whatever you intend to launch in the future, you're not having to like put yourself out there yet. And what they don't prioritize um, in the beginning is building the audience. And the people that I've actually seen be successful the fastest prioritize building the audience before actually, you know, trying to launch anything. I've seen it many times, people are trying to launch to nobody or to very few people. And it's just, it's not impossible. I mean, you don't have to have an audience to have a successful business, or you don't have to have a big audience anyways. But it's more about your belief, right? If you have a lot of people that you're talking to, um, or a lot of people that are engaging with your stuff. I mean, that's one of the reasons that I am going live on Instagram and on Facebook and on, um, you know, putting it on my podcast and all of that kind of stuff is because it's easier for me, for me to believe that I'm going to produce the result that I want with launching this mastermind because of all the ways in which I can access people, right? Um, hello, you guys. Okay, so uh, today I'm going to talk about different ways in which I have built audiences. I have... Um, <laughs> many different ones. I have a Facebook group of almost 10,000 people in a uh, specific niche. I have um, a membership site. I don't know if I would really call that an audience. I have a different Facebook group that's all about mindset with my friend Zoe. We have a podcast together. I have my own podcast. Um, I have in the past built a YouTube audience of about 15,000 people. And that's part of my story that I'll share with you guys later. Um, And I have an email list of, uh, I think, 8,000 or something like that. Um, so I have lots of different ways in which people can find me on the internet. <laughs> um, and I have a little bit of experience, not or a lot of experience actually, with many different ways to build an audience online. And I know the ones that make the most sense, um, the ones that are fastest growing for you and how to approach it so that you can build an audience. I mean, my like biggest grossing program that I have, um, our highest earning program, I built the audience to launch that too in a few weeks. Um, I went from the program idea to having about a thousand people in a Facebook group inside of a month and launching it and successfully filling that program. So it doesn't have to take a long time if you know what you are doing. And today I'm going to share with you guys, you know, what enabled me to do that because I certainly, that was not my first Facebook group. So All right. Before I dive into that, though, um, and I want to know from you guys, you know, is is building an audience something that kind of is daunting to you? Um, Maybe you've been trying on Instagram. I see that a lot, and definitely one of the things that I did was think, "I'll just I'll just become Instagram famous." (laughs) Look how many people think that. Um, Which is, uh, yeah, it's just not very. There's not a lot of um, control in it. There's not a lot of power in trying to just build an Instagram audience from scratch. It can be very difficult these days. Um, so anyways, if I had relied on my Instagram audience to make my business successful, I would uh, not be here. That's for sure. (laughs) Definitely not be full time in my business. So, um, yeah, before I dive into that though, I'm going to share with you guys, like I have like seven steps or not steps necessarily, but seven things I would highly recommend, um, you do. But before I dive into that with you guys today, um, I do want to let you know, and I haven't actually officially created a post about this, which is next on my list, but I have um, opened up the doors to my mastermind, my four month mastermind, in which I'm working with each and every one of you on all of these things that we're talking about this week. So, building your audience, coming up with your offers, aligning your mindset. By the way, there's a reason that that was day number one. It is the most important thing in terms of actually having you be successful. Um, and then implementing the strategy. So that's the four legs of the program over the course of four months. And I wanted to create a program that allowed people to get the one-on-one support that they needed inside of a group setting. So I'm very excited about this program. I have my first um, discovery calls with some of you guys today who have booked in, who are interested in the program. So um, yeah, you can talk to me, you can have a half hour call with me if you're not sure, or if you have an idea, but you're just, you know, wanting some, I don't know, guidance around that. I, you know, I I have said it on the program page, but if you want to book a discovery call and then decide the program's not for you, that is perfect and I've done my job. So don't be afraid to book a discovery call if you're, you know, 40% sure that this is the program for you. If I'm, it's just there for clarity. I want to talk to you guys about your idea, uh, your ideas, about your visions, all that kind of stuff. So please, if it interests you, book a discovery call with me. At the very like, worst case scenario, you have clarity for yourself and maybe some ideas as well. I like to talk to people about, you know, I'll give you some coaching on the call. <laughs> um, anyway, so you can do that on the program page. Oh, I said on Facebook that I would post it in the comments, which I have not yet done. I'm not even in the right Facebook group. Here we go. Um, Okay, give me one second, you guys. If I put it in the, um, like, description of this uh, video, it sometimes gets taken down. Hey, Kareen. Okay, laurencsaunders.com. If you're on Instagram, it is in my bio. Um, The Aligned Mastermind. So my one-on-one program, you guys, is called The Aligned Entrepreneur. Um, And this is essentially... Like, it's a a similar program, it's a bit shorter, and uh, it's in a group setting, but anyways. uh, Okay, so my current audience, as I told you guys, I've got two podcasts. Um, I have a Facebook group of about almost 10,000 people in one leg of my business Um, that is largely, it is a place where I still do live streams and things like that, but um, I've more or less handed that off to somebody else now who continues to help it grow and just kind of manage my posts in there and stuff like that. But that's been recent for me. Uh, I have another Facebook group of about almost 700 people, I think. With my friend Zoe, we launched some stuff in there. Um, Obviously, I have my Instagram following and uh, a fairly large email list. So, oh, and I and I before any of this grew a YouTube channel of about 15,000 people. So I've done a little bit of all of the things, Um, and. I, this was actually where when I was talking to a friend of mine about what I would love to be able to do differently in my business, this was the number one thing that I told him. I was like, I would go, I would approach how I tried or how I attempted to build my audience in a completely different way. And I'm going to share with you guys what that is. So, um, when I decided to start my business, I had, like I said, I had my YouTube channel, but I hadn't been active on there in like over well over a year probably a year and a half two years and it was a YouTube channel for vegan food <laughs> so it was not like it, it was an audience but I had been totally you know out to lunch um, I hadn't been excuse me active in there at all um and it also was not relevant for what I was talking about, right? I had a Instagram, this Instagram account actually was a vegan food Instagram account, and it had a few thousand followers, but again, I hadn't posted on, on it in over a year, um, and it wasn't a relevant audience at all. And when I started talking about mindset and business and coaching, I lost a lot of those followers who were like, where's the vegan food, which totally makes sense, right? So that's what I had when I started. Um, I first, when I was like, okay, I'm going to get coaching clients, I'm going to build an email list... I started with Facebook ads and I hired a coach who helped me, um, figure all that kind of stuff out. And I spent a lot of time and a lot of money, um, trying to build my, my, uh, my business, sorry. And my audience at that point, my email list through Facebook ads. And I don't, I, there's definitely a time and a place for them, but when you're new in your business, the last thing that you need is pressure on yourself. The last thing that you need is financial constraint, right? Or just like anxiety around how much money you're spending and needing that to pay off for you through the results. Because the more that you come from need in your business, the less you're going to get the results, right? It's all about energy as we talked about on Monday. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I don't really recommend that. I think if you're further along in your business, Facebook ads can definitely play an important role and, uh, can really give you more control over how you get all the different ways in which you get your offers out there. Um, So that's where I started. Then, when that didn't work for me, (laughs) um, I started with a new coach, and we went to work on building my first Facebook group, which was um, for entrepreneurs, and it was everything that I talked about. It was alignment, marketing, um, mindset. And over the course of about six months, I grew that group to be, I don't know if it ever surpassed um, 500 people. And after those 6 months i ended up archiving the group um because it just wasn't it felt like i was i don't know really um it didn't i didn't feel like I just didn't show up very powerfully in the group. I gotta talk about what I mean by that and why it was so important. But so I started my first Facebook group, it was for entrepreneurs and then I archived. <laughs> um, I also, in the beginning, focused heavily on Instagram. I posted every day about business, about you know um, everything that I talk about. But I actually lost a lot of my followers when I started doing that because it had nothing to do with what my initial audience had been here for. Um, And and I thought, again, thought like I'm gonna be Instagram famous. (laughs) Just grow an audience on Instagram. It's not that easy, you guys. Um, And there's ways if you're relying on Instagram to grow an audience in order to be able to sell your stuff to, uh, you're probably having a hard time. You know, you're going to be waiting a very long time. Um, And also, I'm all about sort of the energy that you take into it. If you're showing up on your Instagram purely for the sake of trying to sell things to people, like. It has a, it's it's just the way that you feel about what you're putting out there. So I'll talk more about like how to grow um, a very authentic audience around the value that you have to give um, and having it be, I mean, like my, a lot of, I obviously am selling things, I'm offering things, um, but a huge amount of my content that I put out there has nothing to do with selling. I'm just showing up, I'm giving value. Anyways, I'll talk about that more in a second. So um, I had my first uh, Facebook group. I launched my podcast, um, the Aligned Entrepreneur, and uh, so the biggest mistake that I made, you guys, I actually have two, I have two big mistakes that I made. But the first one is that I jumped around from thing to thing to thing, from approach to strategy to you know all these different ways of going about trying to build an audience so that I could sell my stuff, <laughs> um, so that I could make money in my business and gain the coaching clients that I wanted. And in doing that, I. I, um, just, it was a huge disservice to myself, to my business, because when you split your energy between a lot of different things, and this is why now I have somebody helping me with my, because I have different audiences in my business. Um, if I, uh, sorry, what was I saying? Yeah. When you are, when you are splitting your, uh, splitting your attention between a lot of different things, it's all about your energy. It's all about when you are. So let's say when I grew my, um, YouTube audience, for instance, for like two years, all I thought, like it was the only thing that I was doing online, right? It was really just for fun that I did it. But it was like, I had a job and then I was starting my YouTube channel and it was all of my, my focus was going on growing my YouTube channel, right? Just for the fun of it. And I, it was easy for me to give that the energy that it needed in order to grow. Whereas when you go from, you know, well, I'll start on Instagram. Well, that's not really working. I'll start a Facebook group. Well, that's not really working. Like what about my email list? I don't know. Um, (laughs) it becomes very difficult to feed any one of those things, the attention and the energy. It's really about where you're putting your thoughts. It needs in order to actually grow. And usually what happens with like almost any audience, Um, is that, you know, it's slower in the beginning, but you keep feeding it energy and it starts to go like this, right? And that's definitely what has happened in my business. Um, So the first thing that I would do is choose one uh, avenue, and I'm going to talk about what ones make more sense than others, but choose one avenue for growing your um, audience. And the first thing I'd say about this is it should be the one that feels good to you, but it should also be one, and this is just personal preference, but there's a lot of reason behind it. it should also be one that is based on um, or sorry, like a platform that is based around a search engine. So by that, I mean Facebook for groups, like Facebook groups, because people will search um, on Facebook for whatever it is that they're looking for in your niche, depends on what your niche is. Um, and there's a good chance that your Facebook group is going to come up. Same with YouTube, right? People are searching for what they want And that's why it comes up. The other thing that both of those platforms have going for them is that when someone joins a group or watches a video that's similar to yours, they get recommendations, right? So I grew my um, YouTube audience, and I know it was a number of years ago now, but I've still seen people start YouTube audiences from scratch and grow them like within the last year. So you definitely still can do it. But... Um, The reason that that grew organically for me was because it was a search engine. So people were searching for the topic that I was giving and then coming across one of my videos or having it recommended to them based on what they were watching, what their preferences were and subscribing to me, right? Um, Same thing with my um, now 10,000 person Facebook group is um, in the beginning, I'll talk about like some of my strategy around like having a, a content funnel that had people decide to join the group so that they could get the free value that I had. Um, but since then it's grown over the last year, like that was only a year ago that I started that group, um, just through organic, like people finding it. Right. I do some trainings in there and things like that. And people will join when I'm doing a training, but for the most part, I get anywhere from 20 to 30 people joining every single day. And that is, um, just a result of the way that a, uh, search engine based, um, platform like Facebook works. So, um, I'm definitely partial to Facebook And uh, YouTube, I haven't, I've had, I think one client start, like focus on a YouTube channel. Um, I actually think it's a great way to go about it. Uh, It just can be a little bit slower in the beginning. So a Facebook group, in my experience, is the fastest way to grow a a big audience quickly. Um, So, uh, okay, so that's the first thing that I do is choose The other one, by the way, that is a search engine is Pinterest. Um, This is not something that I've personally done, but I have seen other people decide to focus all their attention on Pinterest. And again, it's a search engine. So people are searching for what they want and you are coming up. Whereas on Instagram, that happens a lot less of the time. And there's not a lot of like, I mean, in some places on Instagram, they show you accounts that they think that you'll like, but it's not, you don't, usually through Instagram, you find new people or new people will find you through your stuff being shared but if you don't have an audience to share your stuff it's difficult to um grow that audience right you can do it through hashtags and things like that um but it can be very difficult in comparison to growing say a facebook group (coughs) excuse me okay so i'm going to talk to you guys about um first of all uh no, sorry, not first of all. I'm going to talk to you guys about the seven things that I would do um, now and that I would recommend that you do and that I'm going to be walking people through inside the mastermind with all of my clients to build the audience quickly. And again, I mean, the audience, your audience will grow over the next year of you just really putting your effort into one place. And by that, I mean like choose what your main, your main way of growing your audience is. So it's let's say it's a Facebook group. I, I really do like Facebook groups. I get that it's not for everyone, so that's okay. There's other ways that you can go about it. Um... YouTube channel, something like that. Uh, Even podcasts, like podcasts are so, so great, but it's, people don't really, it's again, it's something that people share, right? So it's hard, if you don't have an audience, it's hard to get the podcast out there into the world. Um, Not a lot of people search for podcasts. It's not impossible. Sometimes they do, but for the most part, you're not on iTunes, you know, scrolling through the recommended podcast very often in comparison to the way you are on Facebook or YouTube, right? Um, So what I would recommend is choosing a search engine based um, platform, like Facebook groups, like, um, and groups, by the way, not pages, pages are like, the algorithm does not care about Facebook pages. (laughs) There's only a few reasons I think you even need a Facebook page. Um, And, uh, and then from that place, um, sorry, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. And then from that place, whatever you're sharing elsewhere, so you can still have you can do like your main audience place. Let's say it's a Facebook group. Let's use that as an example. Um, and then from that place, you can have legs that go off of it. So your Instagram account, you can have your podcast if you want, but you should be using all the same content in all the same places. So, um, uh, yeah, so essentially, uh, I would, share on Instagram, put that in my group or the other way around. So whatever is going into my group, I'm sharing it also on Instagram. These um, live streams I'm sharing onto my podcast. So the first thing that I would um, recommend, and I've got seven of them written down here. The first thing I would recommend is first to go to work on who you are being, because a lot of people start an audience. So again, I'm going to use Facebook groups as an example. A lot of people start an audience uh, from this place of sort of like, they want to build an audience. They know they want the, excuse me, the um, they know that they want the uh, people following them. They know that they want the success in their business, but they're doing it from a place of sort of uncertainty or or just a lot of fear around being seen. Right. <laughs> so the first thing we need to do is go to work. I mean, this is one thing that I'm working on with a client of mine right now um, around the way she feels showing up in front of people and how to reprogram that so that she feels really excited to share her content. She feels excited to get visible because for a long time. And when we started working together, <clears throat> there's always at least one day, by the way, in these live streams where I start getting, like I get a tickle in my throat and start coughing. So bear with me. <laughs> um, but when we started working together, she really struggled with that. She really, um, like, didn't, it was not part of her identity to want to be seen. And so we had to change that by reprogramming that story for her, by really working on her confidence so that now she's so sure of what she brings to the table and she's eager and excited to share it because she know that knows it's going to help people. <clears throat> so the first thing is go to work on who you are being, first and foremost, because if you're introverted, you're shy, you're unsure, all of that is going to come to the surface as soon as you start getting more visible online, right? Um, the other thing that I'd say too is that who you're being is absolutely going to dictate how many people want to listen to you. So... My first Facebook group, I was, I was unsure, I was newer, I knew stuff about mindset, and manifestation and business and things like that, but I didn't feel like an authority in the field at that point. Um, and so the audience that I built in that first Facebook group, which was for um, like spiritual entrepreneurs online, essentially, was... A reflection of how I felt right and then I had this idea for a different program and I talked about that yesterday in terms of really pulling from my confidence pulling from a place of certainty and conviction with myself and that Facebook group grew you know to be a thousand people inside the first month and it was a hundred percent just a reflection of the energy I was putting off in both of those niches so one niche I didn't feel like an authority I felt really unsure and the other niche I really felt like people need to listen to me in what I'm saying in this group right so it grew quickly so the level of confidence that you have will be reflected back to you in everything that you do in your business. So go to work on who you're being. And, and if you don't feel like you have the confidence that you need right now, don't worry. We're going to go to work on that in the first six weeks of the Aligned Mastermind. So, um, and I mean, that's the whole premise of the. I want to give you guys all the tools. I want to give you the specific strategies, but none of it matters if you're not being that success, right? And it's something you literally can convince your subconscious brain of. <laughs> that's the craziest part is like people struggle for years and years. And if they only knew how easy it is to start it's like building a new muscle to start going to the gym of your brain and thinking differently by habit. It's just by habit, it only takes a few weeks. You start showing up differently in your business and the energy that you're putting off is being reflected back to you in all avenues. So. Okay, so go to work first on who you are being. Don't start building your audience from a place of, um, I shouldn't say don't start because it's okay if you've started, but I'm—I it's so important. The more you go to work on your confidence inside your business and your confidence inside what you're offering, the more people are gonna wanna listen to you and be drawn to you. And uh, that's gonna be reflected back to you. So number two is what I talked about yesterday, but choose a niche. And so let's say you have a a Facebook group or a podcast, choose a niche or like a core topic that you're covering where you feel like the authority or you have that confidence to help people, right? Um, And again, this is what we were talking about yesterday in terms of really pulling from your own experience and and speaking from a place of conviction, not because you think it's what other people want to hear from you, but because it's something that you personally bring to the table. And just like discovering what that is, uh, for you in your business and your life can be a bit of a process, but I promise you, like, you wouldn't be watching this right now or listening to the replay or whatever if you didn't have that um, available to you. So, if there wasn't, uh, like, I, I it's, it's actually quite an amazing experience to watch clients discover it through working with me where in the beginning they say, well, I really don't know what I have to offer that's different or I don't know what I have to offer that I feel confident in. And I guarantee you a hundred percent of the time it's there. They're just not seeing it for themselves. So we all have things that we've, we have overcome or experiences or things that we've accomplished that enable us to speak from that place of authority, from that place of confidence. And when you do that, you will get the audience. You'll get people in your programs your courses, um, Okay, so yeah, so know what that niche is. And I would say like be specific about it. The more specific, like when you, that's one thing about an audience, don't say this is for all women ever. <laughs> because when you speak to everyone, you end up speaking to no one. So the, one of the best things that you can do is be niche about exactly who you are offering, uh, sorry, who you are helping and what you are helping them to do. And don't be afraid to get specific about it. Um, and again, like the, and actually there's a quote, which is the riches are in the niches. I always say niche, so it doesn't really work for me. The riches are in the niches, (laughs) but you guys get it. Um, I know a lot of people do say niches, but the more niche you get, the more people feel like you are really speaking to them, right? So when you're able to really pinpoint what people are specifically going through or what they really, really want and speak to that need, speak to that want, speak to that listening that they have. That's when they just feel like this is the coach for me. I know, like she, she totally gets me, right? So the more niche you get, the more confident you feel, and the more, um, you know, the more people are going to resonate with with you and with your message. <clears throat> okay, so number three is, and this is actually kind of the same thing, but uh, know exactly the problem that you are helping to solve. So let's say you're starting a Facebook group who is it that you intend on serving in that group and what are you going to be offering them, right? And this is why I talked about audience after I talked about um, what you're offering because it's once you know what you want to offer in your business or the problem that you help to solve through your services, through your content, that's when you're able to, grow your audience that is going to be essentially pre-qualified. Like the way that I, you know, launch my programs is I always do a free training that I know is going to attract people who are more likely to want my mastermind or want the program that I'm offering, whatever. All of that is very intentional. I'm not just like choosing a random topic, building a Facebook group around it and hoping that people are going to care about what I'm selling them. (laughs) Um, So make sure that you know, what is the problem that you're helping people to solve in your content? What's your overall sort of like mission, right? Because you might have different aspects of your business that are helping people in different ways. um, But overall, you're going to have one kind of mission. So I help people with a variety of different types of businesses. But I'm talking to entrepreneurs who are building, um, building their businesses through mindset through marketing, like so I help solve the problem of, knowing the marketing strategies that they need in order, and the mindset strategies that they need in order to build the income that they want. Um, so be sure that you know who that is or what that is. If you're just sort of like, cause a lot of the time, again, we're just sort of not being super specific with ourselves or super specific with our audience. And so nobody knows what exactly we are offering. It's, I see like Instagram accounts all the time and it's really hard to even, know like they say that they're a coach but i can't figure out like are they a life coach are they helping people with their businesses are they um you know like there's a little bit of all the things and that's likely coming from the fact that they're not 100 sure but if your audience doesn't know exactly that essentially that they are in the right place and exactly what you have to offer them they're not going to be that engaged you want people to so like when i started my <coughs> second facebook groups uh second facebook group sorry i said to people right off the bat This is for people who are already certified in this skill and who want the marketing strategies, who want the actual business side of things because you got some certification, but it didn't tell you how to actually get the client. So I'm speaking to people who are newly certified and you want the steps, the mindset marketing, the business practices, the how to build your social media and stuff like that that it's going to get you to a booked out clientele. That's specifically what I'm helping you to do. And people were just like, oh my God, like this is exactly what I need because I felt like I got the certification, I have the skill and I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to do next, right? So the more that you're able to show people like you are in the right place and I'm the person that can help you, the more they're gonna like be all freaking over it. Um, okay, so number four, and I kinda already touched on this, is to focus on one primary platform that is ideally, Uh, a search engine. So a Facebook group, YouTube, do these Pinterest um, if you want. It's not to say that people haven't grown, you know, large audiences through Instagram or large audiences on a podcast. They have, And there are ways that like, if that's something that you would like to do with me inside the mastermind, there's lots of ways in which we can like launch your podcast and get people behind it and create a big buzz around it right in the beginning to get it out to people who are going to subscribe to it and share it and all that kind of stuff. There's, we can do all that kind of thing. Um, But ideally you would start with building an audience in a platform that is a search engine. There are exceptions for sure. You don't need um, a Facebook group to be successful in your business. If that doesn't speak to you, if you hate Facebook group, like don't, it should be something that excites you. Don't be on Facebook. (laughs) Um, But just having a a way that feels exciting to you, that it's going to use the existing algorithms out there to um, benefit you and your business, right? Uh, Okay, so... The next thing I'm going to say is to give consistent value. So all of my audiences are built off value. I talk to people all the time about what I do, what I know, what I have to offer. And I build that, not only that trust, but that credibility. When people listen to me, they know that I know what I'm talking about, right? Or they at least know that I know um, enough about what I'm talking about. I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. But they, they watch me and either they decide that what I have to offer is for them or it's not. But I... Um, know that like I feel confident in what I know about building a six figure business and how to do it and I've tried all the different ways and found out the ones that don't work um and the ones that do so um I give a lot of value I on I'm putting out like a ton of free content all the time and you don't have to I mean again in terms of focusing your uh energy on one thing you don't want to feel like you're having to produce content for like all areas of the internet in all of the places. Um, but. You will build your audience and your business off of content because it builds trust with people. It lets people know what you're all about. Um, and it just lets people know that they're in the right place, right? So I, for me, and like a lot of new entrepreneurs feel really weird about um, selling essentially or marketing their services at all, getting loud about what they have to offer. And I really get it because in the beginning, like especially the first um, program, like group program that I launched, which like two people signed up for, <laughs> um, I uh, excuse me, I felt really weird. Like by by like the, you know, 14th day of the launch or however many days I did it for, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I feel like I'm just bugging people so much. That was like something that I had to work through myself. But now like I just have no problem offering people what I have to offer in terms of how they can pay to work with me because I've given so much value, right? Um, And I've never had anybody say, oh, you were just trying to sell me something because I always lead. And that's really like one of my key marketing strategies, which I will talk about. Um, I can't remember what day it is. It's either tomorrow or Friday in terms of how to actually market your stuff in a very effective way. Is just to show up and share what you have to offer, and be in that that conviction that it's going to help people. So um, anyway, so give consistent value to build the audience, and and like in something like a Facebook group or on YouTube, the more you're putting out there, and it doesn't have to be a crazy amount, but you should show up a little bit every day or every other day, and create engagement. The more you're putting out there, the more the algorithm is working in your favor because you've got engagement and inside, say, a Facebook group where there's a lot of engagement, which is a reflection of you, by the way, especially in the beginning, Facebook is going to favor your your uh, group and show it to more people. So you want to, for a whole bunch of different reasons, build your audience based on value, right? And it's not based on anything other than that. Like people, especially these days, I mean, it was different five, 10 years ago when you could just start posting nice photos on Instagram and gain a million people like it was nothing the world of online marketing and audience building has totally changed because what people really want and what they're like desperate for is authenticity and connection, right? So I really just go to work on showing up and connecting with people in an authentic way, whether or not they're going to be a client of mine at all or or not, right? Like I don't, I don't, my full intention is just to give value and then the right people who want my um, help with their businesses are going to choose one of my programs. um, And I don't, Feel that I need to convince anyone I'm just educating so uh yeah so it'll be natural for you to move into letting people know how they can work with you because usually what happens for me is like if I do a lot of free content people start asking how do I work with you or how do I get you your sort of attention or your advice on what I'm putting out there um, or how I'm building my business so yeah it's like there's no I don't know I just think um it's a shift in your mindset of like I have so much value to give and it's just my job to get it out there for the people who need it right um Okay, so uh, show up and share, build, uh, sorry, put out consistent value. That's how you're going to build your audience. All of these things have momentum, by the way. Like you might start, you might have your first 500 members in your Facebook group in the first few months, and that might feel slow to you. I don't know. Um, But the more that you just keep showing up, keep feeding that energy into it and keep loving on the people that like treat your first 10 people like they're your first 10,000, like really show up for them that way. Um, the more it's going to go like this because you just keep feeding more and more energy into it. I see it with people's audiences all the time where they just keep loving, keep loving, keep giving that value, keep showing up, keep building that trust, that credibility. And it gets to this point with the momentum behind, not just their energy, but the algorithm and all that kind of thing where all of a sudden it just totally explodes for them. So, But what we typically do is we, and this was like my number one thing, was that the biggest mistake that I made was that we jump from thing to thing to thing, right? And we say, well, I started a Facebook group and like there's no one really in it, so that's not working. I'll go back to Instagram. Oh, well, I'm posting on Instagram every day and I'm just losing followers, so that's not really working. Well, maybe I'll start a podcast and see how that works. And so it's that split energy that we wanna try and stay away from. And it's not to say, again, that you can't have multiple avenues in your business, like I do, but focus on one and then have the others be sort of like a branch, branching off from those where you're reusing a lot of the same content and focus on when will you get it to the point where it's self-sustaining and then move your energy over to something else. Um, okay. So number six, in terms of tips I have for you guys for, um, growing your audience is, uh, a couple of different specific strategies that have really played a big role in me building, um, not only like Facebook groups, but in like podcasts and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but my email list especially, which is specific strategies. So One is that when you are new to building an audience, what you need to do is get in front of other people's audiences, right? So whether that's on somebody's podcast, whether that is in somebody else's Facebook group and you're just showing up and giving lots of value, um, whether you are reaching out to people and asking to be interviewed by them or whatever, you got to show up in front of other people's audiences. And again, I think that this is something that a lot of people don't understand. And I definitely didn't either, which is like, I'll just post on Instagram and all the people will come, right? Build it. And they will come, <laughs> um, but with the way that the algorithm works these days, it really unfortunately just does not go that way anymore. So. Um... Get in front of people's audiences. There's specific ways you can do this. Like, let's say you're you are launching a Facebook group. Spend a couple of weeks beforehand, just really showing up heavily in other people's groups, giving them that authoritative value that you have to offer. They're going to come back to your profile. They're going to choose to follow you. Then, when you say, "Hey, I'm starting my own Facebook group," they're going to go, "Oh, that's that girl who was in all these other Facebook groups, and she's just been freaking killing the game. I want to know what she's what she has to offer. I'm going to join her group." So, I've watched people um, launch Facebook groups where that that's what they did for the first like month or so they showed up in other people's audiences, gave lots of value, got people's attention, launched their own group and had 400 members in the first week because of that. So, um, Specific strategies like that. You can also do something like a freebie funnel. Um, I have a course called Funnels One Hundred and One, which is included in the mastermind. But I use funnels for like everything that I do in my business, right? I'm always getting people's email addresses. Whether they want to stay on the email list or not is up to them. I don't mind either way. But um, I'm asking people to opt into things, right? And again, it's always about free value. So I'm either doing a training. I have a number of like freebies, like PDFs on like how to, um, I don't know, I have a couple of different ones, how to get your first client, how to, uh, what else do I have? I have one like for my um, Facebook group that's like three easy ways to find clients. Um, That one has been opted into like thousands and thousands of times through Instagram, through other people's Facebook groups when they allow you to um, advertise on like a specific day. So having funnels in place. And this is kind of like, this is the only tech guys that I really do in my business. Um, I, I learned how to build funnels, teach it to all of my clients. Um, and I know how to put up my, um, like I know how to put up my podcast and I know how to build my website and things like that. But other than that, I just use funnels over and over and over again. This is what I'm offering. It's free. Grab it, get on my email list. If you want to leave, that's cool. But, um, so what I did in the beginning of like my second Facebook group was I created a PDF that um, people in that market were really, really interested in about how to get clients. And I found other Facebook groups that allowed me to advertise that. And I, on specific days, and I went into those groups and said, Hey, I've got a free PDF. Um, This is what it's on. This is who I am. This is how you can get it. And I had, like, I remember the first time I posted in a Facebook group, I had like inside three hours, 700 people said, please send me this. I need this. And a lot of those people ended up opting in and then being funneled specifically into my Facebook group, which I just started. And that was how I got that Facebook group started with a bang. So it's not a complicated strategy, but it can be very effective for starting something quickly. So, um, and again, like it's about knowing your ideal uh, client, knowing exactly what you have to offer, the problem that you're helping them solve, and then always coming from that place of, like, if this group of people wants help with getting clients, I'm going to constantly give them, um, uh, like, free value that helps them to do that, right? And they're going to want to be interested, or they're going to be, sorry, interested in what I have to offer because I'm speaking to the number one thing that they want, <clears throat> Right? Um, so giving people free value that addresses the problem that your offers will later address, <coughs> excuse me, pre-qualifies people. You can funnel people into a Facebook group or onto an email list or both, whatever. Okay. Um, number seven is to whatever, whatever, <coughs> sorry, you guys, I knew that there'd be one day where I had a coughing fit and today's the day. So, um, and maybe let me get, let me know you guys, like, how do you have an audience? Does it like, do you have no idea how to start one? Does it, is it totally daunting to you? Um, are you trying to figure out how to grow it further? Whatever, like any questions that you have, please let me know. If you're watching the replay, you can comment and I'll answer. Um, okay. So the last thing is, and then I'll sum all this up for you guys (coughs) is to, um, build an email list from that audience. So you are on, let's say you are, you have a Facebook group or maybe a YouTube channel, um, have an easy opt-in this is where it comes back to funnels that it, when people are organically finding you it's easy for them to get onto your email list right away so I have you know my own Facebook group once a month I go in there and say here's my free PDF that I made over a year and a half ago now and usually get 200 people on my email list from my own Facebook group um, it's also something I offer them as soon as they join um, if you had say a YouTube channel, it would just be like something I've seen people do. This very effectively. It would just be something that you offered them as soon as they started watching one of your cha- uh, watching one of your videos, rather. Where you said, "Do you know that I have this free thing? All you have to do is click here and opt in, and uh, you'll build an email list that way." So, so email lists are super important because the thing about Facebook or Instagram is that most people that are following you, even if you have a big following, are not actually seeing your content, right? So, um, it's important to have a way of putting your stuff out there, making sure that people know about what you have to offer. And even with an email list that I engage with on a regular basis, usually after I'm done launching a program, people will say, oh my God, I missed this. i love to sign up. Um, I, yeah, like, how come I didn't know? And I'm like, I sent all the emails. I was all over Facebook and Instagram. So email lists are really, really great to Build uh, an audience that knows about what you have to offer. So making sure that you are not just posting on Facebook or Instagram because your stuff is just going to get lost and most people aren't going to see it. Email lists are super important and there's ways to do it that feel good to you, right? I always just tell people like opt in to whatever you want, opt out of the email list if you don't want to be on it anymore. That's totally cool. I, I get it. A lot, most people end up staying on because of the free value that I'm offering. So um, there's like one of my email lists where I do like just a value Uh, email every single week where I'm Sending something out with some business tips for them. Um, there's other lists that I use just for my free trainings, things like that. But I do it in a way that like feels authentic to me. I don't do anything in my business that feels super salesy at all. It just does not. That's going to be one of the things that I talk about in the next two days. Um, okay, so Kyra says, trying to grow my Instagram following. I'm finishing my first book and intend to publish it. Traditionally, I'm a copywriter by day. This is my first novel. Oh, so exciting, Kyra. Congrats. Um, agents and publishers want new writers to have an existing social media following. So while I complete the book, I'm also focused on um, growing the Instagram. Yeah, for sure. And like, there are, by the way, like with Instagram... What people are engaging with at this point in time is definitely that authenticity, but also Instagram is like a storytelling platform. So the more that you are just showing up as a human being, um, the more people are interested in what you are giving, right? And the more you're going to, like, you want to give them something to follow, something to care about. It's no longer about how nice your pictures look, right? Um, And I mean, I love a good curated Instagram feed. It really appeals to, like, the OCD artist in me, but... It's about showing up and just being yourself, sharing what it is that you're creating. That's what people are going to connect with, right? That's what thats what has, like, the people who have religiously followed me, they're just connected with my story, with what I'm doing, with what I'm out there creating. So it's an Instagram, uh, sorry, it's a storytelling platform, so that's a tip for you with that. Um, but then the other thing, too, is, like, my Instagram account really took off once I started having a successful Facebook group. So having other ways, and and this might not be um, relevant to you, Kyra, but there might be another way in which you can grow a a following elsewhere and have them um, end up coming to your your Instagram account, right? Because Instagram can be, especially in the beginning, very difficult to grow that following organically. Um, But at the same time, I mean, I had a client who just decided she was, she had an Instagram account that really wasn't very engaged. She scrapped the whole thing, started over um, and was like, I'm just going to grow this organically. And it's taken her a while, but she has, she has grown a very engaged quality audience of people who are just super interested in what she had to offer. And that was like six months ago that she started. So, um, you can do it. It's just not as quick as some of the other strategies. Uh, and I absolutely recommend having an Instagram account, especially for like the ability people have to share your stuff and tag you in it and all that kind of thing. But, um, I, what I have had success with is growing audience on search engine platforms, Facebook, YouTube, whatever, and then having them come to my Instagram through that. Right. Okay. Um, I'm wanting, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name, (laughs) Cian. I'm so bad. Um, and it's really pretty, um, S-I-A-N, in case you guys are wondering on Instagram. I am wanting to build my email list and it's only about 40 people. I need to implement some strategies to get it growing. Do you have any advice on something I could do? Yeah, I mean, um, it's generally something that like, when I started all of my like, um, everything that grew my email list. I was working with coaches who could just help me know what people in my, um, audience were wanting or ideal audience, <clears throat> but there's definitely specific ways in which you can see. Okay. C N. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't actually butcher it that bad. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's really pretty. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I make sure that you know, like, it's all about giving free value. So your email list, people are going to opt into it not because they want to be on another email list, but because you have something that they really care about and really want. So who is it that you are talking to CN, and what are they really, really looking for and how can you give them some of that for free? Right. I'm all about free value guys. Just, I give away most of my information. What people pay me for is to help them apply that information to their business. Right. Um, so I, I don't know, I'm not like a lot of coaches are like, well, don't give too much away for free. I'm like, I give people whatever it is they've got. I just don't like help them to actually apply it outside of say a live stream like this. Um, but yeah, make sure you know just something that is really valuable. Who is who is your audience that you're wanting to speak to? Who? What are they wanting? What are they? What are you personally? What's the problem they're looking for a solution for? By the way, like all your marketing should be around the problem that you help people solve and the problem that people really really want to be solved or to have solved. Um, so, uh, yeah. So just make sure you know what that is. Put together a free PDF or something like that um, and tell people about it. See what other Facebook groups you can find, where your ideal clients are um, that will allow you to post. A lot of Facebook groups don't, but like mine, for instance, I allow people to post on Saturdays. Um, So there's some things like that that you can do get in front of other people's audiences, even just in other Facebook groups, like I've seen people <clears throat> very effectively just look at what people are asking for. Someone has already created a post, they're asking for help with this, oh, I have a solution for that, here's my opt-in, right? Uh, some Facebook groups are a little bit weird about it, but most, for the most part, they're not looking at the comments and if you're just genuinely providing that value, then they're gonna let you do it. So. Um, Yeah, so just anywhere where you've got an audience or someone else's audience, just have something that they really want that is um, going to lead into later on your paid audiences or sorry, paid offers. I got to jump off because those guys are going to come back. Um, Kyra says, awesome advice. Thanks. P.S. You pronounced my name correctly, which never happens. Good work. Kyra? I didn't feel like that was a hard name to say. And usually I find them all very hard to say. (laughs) Um, okay, you guys. So, uh, just to kind of wrap this up, um, first of all, if you want help with all of this kind of stuff, you know, building the audience, building the Facebook group or the YouTube channel or launching the book or, you know, building your funnels, creating your offers, knowing how to market them and having the mindset that's going to allow you to actually attract what you want. Um, the Align Mastermind is open. It's $400 off until next Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, it's just going to be all the things that you need. It's all the things that like, I feel like I got from different programs, from different coaches when I was starting. And it made it difficult for me to get the results I wanted from any one program because it wasn't there weren't programs that were addressing all of these things, right? So regardless of where you're at in your business, I have a call today with someone who's already making some money on our business and she wants help with taking it to that next level. Or if you're just getting started and literally have nothing, I'm going to meet you wherever you're at inside the mastermind. Um, but in terms of building my audience if i could do it all over again i would choose one avenue especially in the beginning and i would just flow all of my love and value and energy into that um and then i would build you know the other legs of my of my audience my podcast and instagram and that kind of thing off of that first platform that i was choosing and i think if i had just chosen you know like one facebook group topic let's say i do really like facebook groups not for everyone that's okay um, I would have seen it instead of going, you know, I've only got a few hundred people, this isn't working, I'm going to try something else. I would have instead seen it continue to grow, which is what has happened to me since I made this realization and started actually sticking with my strategy. So stay um, to, you stick to one, or stick to one plus Instagram or plus your email list for sure. Um, And then second is to choose a niche or a topic that you feel like an authority in who, like it's all about who you are being with your audience, right? Are you being someone that is compelling, that, that speaks with conviction, who speaks from experience? And even if you don't feel like you have that within you right now, it is something that you can build. We'll go to work on that in the mastermind. I talked about it more on day one. So thank you guys so much for listening for watching. Tomorrow, um, well, the next two days, I'm gonna talk about marketing and there's another traffic as well. It's gone for me now, but uh, anyways, it's gonna be good. So see so you guys then. Book a discovery call with me if you're interested at all in the mastermind, even if you're like 25%, like maybe, but probably not. Just talk to me, that's what I'm here for. So thank you guys so much. You're amazing and I'll see you soon.